on the wheel today, we have a mix of ingredients, products, and dishes. So today we've got apples, maple syrup, onion dip, Ritz crackers, meatloaf, eggs, chili, mac and cheese, bisquick, and beef stroganoff. I love uh, a, a real, a real uh, smorgasbord here. So What's I'm right, hold, on, this... hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. What do you think he doesn't want to land on? I think that Brian does not want to make any fucking beef stroganoff. I'm going to say Ooh, that that's right for now. Damn sure. I don't even know what beef stroganoff is. I ain't even going to play. <laughs> that's hamburger you know helper, he... baby. You know I'm bringing the hamburger helper. <laughs> he wants... I will straight up bring the hamburger helper. Straight up. He wants Bisquick real bad. <laughs> Yo, Bisquick, Bisquick is the... Del... Bisquick goes so hard. It's, it's so versatile. You can make pancakes, biscuits, waffles, or like bread with the same box. I mean, Bisquick Today. is amazing. We do not. We do not want him to land on Bisquick. We will die. Give me no Bisquick. No Bisquick. Give me that. No Bisquick. Give me that. No Bisquick. Give me that Bisquick. Oh shit. Oh, eggs. What's that? Eggs. As an, eggs. As an ingredient. Eggs. As an ingredient. Eggs as an ingredient. Oh, eggs that's come ingredient. on, baby. So, <laughs> what are we going? We going to make brioche? What are we going to make? I mean, come on. Like, come on, man. Like, you can be eggs, so, man. Eggs is eggs is a wide open one. You know who's super happy about eggs right now and he's not speaking is David yeah, Chang. I could imagine very, his egg game is happy. super strong. I mean, I could only imagine how strong your let egg me, game l- is. L- let me just do this, guys. <laughs> he's, he's fucking glowing right now. He's glowing me, with me, excitement me, about this victory. Let me just do this. I, I'm just going to offer both of you a draw right now. I mean, honestly, I kind of want... I mean, is there a way to just respin and just like give him another win? Or you guys, like, you guys, I'm offering you guys a draw because you've lo- already lost. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> okay. I don't know. No, man. It's all about the process. I'm going through with this. I, re- I reject the offer of a draw. I'd rather take another I, L. I'm already, gi- I'm already giving you the recipe right now. And I, I, it's a microwave recipe. It's Peter Serpico's Chawan Mushi. Oh, fuck. This is going to be hard to beat. everybody welcome to another installment of recipe club today we are joined with baker chef cookbook author personality multi-hyphenate extraordinaire defending champion brian ford 44th president of the united states come on man the more we egg him on that he's never going to do it again i I, I think i think the recipe i submitted uh doesn't warrant uh I, 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 I don't think I'll even need to defend myself that hard. Let's just put it to you that way. And oh, uh, I'm joined with Chris Ying and uh, myself, Dave Chang. And last episode with Brian, where he pummeled us on the brownie episode, <laughs> the Wheel of Pain landed on eggs. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, no, no eggs. I don't want to do eggs. And, <laughs> and here we are. Oh, man. I, it's not that I didn't want it. It's just that I, I could have baked something that was heavy in eggs, you know? I could have done some sort of custard or something, you know? But I, I tried to adapt, you know? I tried to I tried to go into your lane, and uh, it whoa, didn't... Whoa, whoa, re- whoa. You can't just now... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Let's, not, let's, not, let's not try to, to, to shade the jury here a little bit yeah. here. We, let's, let's, let's stay objective until we get into it. You're, Fair enough. You're already planting the seeds of victory here. I, I'm not... Pla- <laughs> Wait, who's planting seeds of victory? Me? No, but he's immediately <laughs> saying, well, I could have done a better recipe, but I wanted to go in your lane. I'm like, oh, okay. what, what is that? Uh, like, it's I, true. You know, you play to win the game, not your opponent. 
Brian Ford. <laughs> that, that's true. I, I shouldn't. You know what? You know what? I'll um, I'll I'll take a step back. I'll take a step back right now. Or maybe you were trying to be magnanimous because you kicked the shit out of us last round. And uh, honestly, you know. I'm just I'm I, I'm just disappointed in coconut right now. I'm just I'm just you know I love coconut. Whoa, whoa, I lo- whoa! I, well, let's not get whoa, into whoa, coconut whoa, whoa. Let's, yet. Let's let's, uh, let's start with before we get into coconut. The, uh, the what are the rules of the game, Yang? And then we'll go a little <laughs> about the egg experience, the huevos. <laughs> Uh, yes, yep. here we are on another meeting of the recipe club uh, where we debate the best way to cook things that you want to eat. Uh, this is Brian Ford's second meeting. Um, as Dave <laughs> alluded to, the subject this week is eggs. We have each provided one egg focused recipe that all three of us have cooked. We are going to. <laughs> it's a little bit different because we're, we're cooking. I think this is maybe the first episode where we're not all pursuing a one platonic dish, right? We've mm-hmm. we've taken an ingredient here and we've got three very different approaches to using and featuring that ingredient. Um, and that great ingredient itself, Chang, we should start talking about is probably the most versatile, maybe just flat out best ingredient on the planet. I yeah. can't think of another ingredient that can be featured as the star of a dish and plays so many workhorse roles. Like, I don't. I can't think of anything like an egg. I, I like how you said work workhorse. There, it's very industrial. It's, <laughs> it's the work. It's the working man's ingredient. You know, there's nothing. Nothing like the egg. There's nothing like the egg. Um, chicken egg. Chicken egg. Chicken egg. Chick- all chicken eggs, egg. but chicken egg. <laughs> the chicken egg. I mean, truly, nothing really can substitute for it. I mean, you can plug things in that will, you know, chemically do the same sort of thing. But as far as pure deliciousness per ounce. I mean, Cheng, you you always think of eggs as like a super luxurious ingredient, too. I love eggs for a variety of reasons. The first, though, is it's a very affordable way to add luxury to a dish. The egg yolk specifically, especially when it's sort of just warm through. But uh, what? There's the old saying. I don't know if it's a saying, but I, I know it's tr- based on truth that the the pleats in a, a chef toque is based on all the different ways. Like a chef has like mastered the egg or something like that. Um, I've never had any of those things. <laughs> uh, thank God I don't have to wear toques anymore, but <laughs> there are so many effing ways to cook an egg from putting in like a, a lye ash solution to get century egg <laughs> to boiling the eggs to pickling the eggs to the things you can do with egg whites, the things you can do with egg yolks, ice cream, mayonnaise, vinaigrettes. It is indispensable. And I think when we landed on eggs, we could have done anything, but in my opinion, it was about doing a recipe that was about eggs, Mm -hmm. not as eggs as a secondary tertiary act. And even doing it that way, there are so many goddamn recipes from frittatas to omelets to, you know, coddle to whatever. There's infinite amounts of ways you can cook eggs. And I always have like four cases of eggs in my fridge. Oh my God. Wait, so let's, let's talk about that really quick. What is, Brian, characterize your weekly egg consumption for us. Oh man, I don't. I don't know if I should do this on the air. If my like doctors listening, they told me to stop. <laughs> they, told, they told me to stick to egg whites, and uh, that doesn't happen. I, I like. I'll, I'll usually uh, like slightly elevated cholesterol, and they're like, "You should only eat egg whites." I'll do that like Monday. I'll start the week. I'll make like an egg white omelet with 
bell peppers and uh, half an English muffin and like an apple, you know, like the serving side. And then the next day, it's just like straight up like four real eggs <laughs> scrambled with butter and a little bit of milk and salt, a lot of salt and pepper. And uh, so I'm probably consuming, actually, I found this coffee shop in, in Brooklyn that that makes this brioche egg sandwich. And like for the past week, I think I've had it like every day. And it's like this thick <laughs> layer of perfectly cooked scrambled egg on like a soft buttery brioche. Yes. And on like day four of eating it, I was like, wait a second here. <laughs> this, I don't think I should be doing this, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, but but it's just that they're so good. They're just so good. I can't believe none of us chose an egg sandwich. Well, I okay, so hold on. I thought about an egg sandwich, but I, I think the problem with that is that the complementary things, like, for example, bacon or sausage or even even that brioche, I think takes away from the egg, I don't know, in my opinion, takes away from the egg being, like, the centerpiece. Because I thought of, like, these Texas toast sandwiches I do with, like, like French toast as the, um, as the bread and then, like, with bacon and eggs. I just feel like the egg gets... It gets like you were saying. It's not a dish where the egg kind of shines through primarily. So I think I don't know. I'm not that great. No, of a cook I, to- I think we could have made an egg salad sandwich. One of the greatest things <laughs> when done well. Very God true. It is None very of us true. did it. Very disappointed. And the yeah. listeners, our our creativity was uh, not nearly. Uh, the, the, that's the layup right there. And you may not like egg salad sandwiches, but if you haven't had the Japanese convenience smart mm. thing, mm. then uh, you're missing out. <laughs> so Brian's at what, like a dozen a week at this point here? Uh, Ten, off, eight, the record, eight to, off the record. Off the record. Chang, you got four cases for your family at any given time? How many eggs are you personally consuming? Well, listen, another thing about eggs, if you're going to cook them, you need to have them in a variety of ages, in my mm. opinion, right? Oh, Particularly oh. if you're going to boil them. We go through a lot of eggs, mainly because Hugo eats a lot of eggs. I'd probably say it's his top second favorite thing after rice. I have tried to wean him off eggs, but if he doesn't have eggs in the morning, he just says, eggs, eggs, <laughs> eggs, <laughs> eggs, <laughs> banging his fist on the table. And he's changed. I, it used to be a hard-boiled egg to a medium-boiled egg to a soft-boiled egg. Now he doesn't eat any of those. It used to be a fried egg. And then I used to actually do a unsen tamago for him. He doesn't like that. Right now, it's scrambled, but not with butter, but with olive oil, salt, and pepper. And we'll see how long this lasts, but I give him two eggs in the morning because one egg isn't enough. So I give him two eggs and that's pretty much his breakfast with maybe some oatmeal. And in general, I add it so much, whether we make a salad dressing or like adding it to, to noodle soups quite, quite a lot because of the creaminess that I can get. That's what you see in a lot of kimchi. I mean, a uh, Korean soups and stews, they add like a raw egg yolk in the boiling cauldron of soup and you sort of mix it up and it's amazing. So I'd say every two weeks you go up to 48 eggs. Holy shit. Okay. I think we're, we're, we're probably at, so my mother-in-law has chickens. So I'm saving a lot of money because I, I I cop to buying the organic pasture raised $10 a dozen eggs. Like that's what I would buy. I've just seen I've seen a chicken lay an egg, and I feel like it deserves to be paid a dollar for its efforts to, to squeeze that fucking thing out of its bed with butt or whatever. Uh, but we are blessed to have these extraordinary eggs, and like we can't keep up with how many we get. We probably get 18 eggs a week here, too. Um, my kids are egg crazy. My daughter's preferred method is preferred cooking style is the volcano, she calls it, meaning just a sunny side up egg that she can pop and eat all the egg yolk out of 
but yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear because I thought that my egg consumption was going to be higher than both of yours, but I think mm. I am actually somehow lower than both of you. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how we go through so much eggs because I'm not really eating eggs, you know. So, <laughs> you know that that just tells you how much you can use eggs and you and when you're cooking every day, you don't even realize it. Yeah, so. and baking because I don't. I don't. I guess maybe I don't even understand the difference because I go through cartons of eggs like crazy, and then I'm like, oh, well, I was testing that recipe or doing that, and then I was like, oh wait, but I was also eating like six of them that day, so I don't really know exactly how many I eat, but I do consume whether for cooking or baking or eating like a, a lot, a lot of eggs. One last note, as we usually do, uh, I do a little Google search for for egg recipes, and do you guys want to try to uh? Set the line here. How many egg recipes you think show up when I Google egg recipes? Uh, Three million? I don't know. 725 million. Oh, that's, yeah. (laughs) So Brian took the under. uh, Dave took the over. And yet, Dave, you are only about 65% of the way there. There are 1.29 billion results when you Google egg recipes. So there are a lot. Um as always, we've gone through every single last one of them to, to land on these three. And uh, <laughs> do any of you guys want to to lead us off? Who wants to start us off? Brian, you, you've, you've been... You've been Defending champion. Your honors. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like um, I can go ahead and start things off here um, with my recipe. I'll explain it. Um, there's an ingredient that's very near and dear to my heart that I use a lot <laughs> in my profession, in my craft, and it is coconut. And... I think the last time we talked uh, at the end, we talked about my antics to getting the best uh, possible flavor mm-hmm. out of coconut. Um, and I, you know, this recipe called for coconut milk to be uh, whipped with the eggs, uh, salt and pepper, and toasted unsweetened coconuts to be added to it as well, and then scrambled in butter. And I think when I read that in my head, I was like, well, you know, <sighs> really fresh coconut milk. And and really and really uh, and really delicious like toasted shards of coconut okay. <laughs> is is going is going to like it it doesn't need anything else it doesn't need anything else I just I saw this and I was going through so many recipes like I was going through like you know uh, French toast sandwiches I, I was looking at so many ways to like bring eggs to the forefront I even thought of my dad's recipe. He um, he used to make pots of red beans. He would boil he would boil red beans with sausage, and just throw and, and then he would just like crack seven eggs into it, basically like slowly poaching yeah, eggs damn. in. Like I mean, why didn't so, you make that? Yeah, why why did you make that? I should have awesome. I done that. I should I I looked at some like microwave egg drop soup recipes. I mean, I looked at a lot of things, and for some reason, I got greedy, and I was like, coconut's gonna bring this home for me, <laughs> just, like just the fatty flavor of coconut. So, we- <laughs> Where did you okay? So this you this come your recipe for coconut scrambled eggs comes from a I, I hesitate to even call it a blog. It's a pretty serious thing. This trois fois par jour, like a French Canadian. I I looked yeah. into it a little bit. This is like the French Canadian goop. Yes. To be completely honest, I don't know anything about this publication. I just saw the recipe and I was like, this looks dope. I didn't I didn't uh I didn't go above and beyond and do the extra credit because that's what, you know, I thought there was no extra credit being done here. So I I, I saw this recipe. It was very simple and it highlighted the egg with the complement of the coconut. So I was like, this is going to be it. 
I guess my Google search only went like three or four pages to have to have landed on this one. <laughs> Wait, so let me let me get this right. So you thought I want to do a coconut specific recipe. So you were looking for something featuring coconut and eggs first. <laughs> yes. No, I I no, it's just this <laughs> this, this recipe, this I had so like I said, I had so many other great ideas, including like my dad's like beans, you know, with egg cracked into it. And I'm like really sad now that I didn't do that. And as I continued to just scour through the internet, I saw this one that was just like coconut milk and shredded coconut scramble. I was like, that's it. I don't, I don't care. My signature bread is coconut bread and my signature eggs are going to be coconut eggs. That was my, like, I went like full, like, I'm going to just like, that's my philosophy right now. I don't care about any of the other ideas. I'm going for that recipe right there. Hey, Dave, let me ask you something here. He, if, he if, went for the triple Lindy <laughs> quadruple lit Lutz. If, uh, if Brian Ford were your attorney, Dave, and you were uh, standing on the defense stand, and this was his, <laughs> these were his opening statements, how would you be feeling right now if he was your lawyer? <laughs> Hugo just came into the room. Oh, what's up, Hugo? Hi. Oh, man, good to meet Hugo. Do you remember the coconut eggs that daddy fed you? <laughs> What happened? And what, you did love he, eggs. what did he say about the coconut eggs? Yeah, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta, I have a nine-month-old <laughs> fatty who has yet to reject any food. My son has re not rejected a single bite of food we fed him until coconut scrambled until, eggs. Until the, until the coconut eggs. <laughs> it was the first thing. It was the first thing my son has ever spit out. Oh man! Congratulations. <laughs> I, I I can't say that I ate more than than a bite or two. I, I will be okay. I'm gonna be honest. Just to, just to, you know what I did to these eggs after I made them. I took some of this dashi, and I took some of the uh, pork floss, and I put them on those eggs. There you go. And they were significantly better. <laughs> just I just had to just say that. So I think that this recipe, and I don't remember if you really talked it through entirely, but it's 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 four eggs that you you know, whip with a quarter cup of coconut milk and some toasted mm -hmm. coconut shreds, and then you just scramble it. I mean, you, it says to do it kind of slowly, so they're kind of creamy. Um, smelled great. My wife loves coconut. She was excited to to try it. This recipe, this dish, to me, tastes exactly like the sum of its parts. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. a combination. Nothing happens when you combine these two things, if you're wondering. Yeah. Coconut yeah. milk and eggs taste like coconut milk and eggs. Correct. It could have been good if it was just a sweet preparation, I think. I there was a way to that. do it. If they just steamed it and we could have turned it into a flan or something, mm -hmm. we just got rid of the egg whites. And did sugar. And, and made a yeah. sugar and I could have made it. We, we were very close to making a coconut flan. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's what we should have done. I think actually another great dessert. One of the great, 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 great desserts. It's like a... You know, a flan in general? Yeah, it's just like a tomahawk yeah. slam dunk. It's classic. Yeah. You can't, can't can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I needless to say, I'm 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 thoroughly just um I'm I'm disappointed at coconut. I'm just my, my relationship hey. with coconut is changing. Um <laughs> I don't really know I, I don't really know what to say to coconut right now. And I feel so disconnected from it, just like looking out this dreary northeast <laughs> window. <laughs> Brian's so sad. He, he even had a stack court in his favor, and and, and he got rejected nine zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Hey, you know, you 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 shoot you, you shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're supposed <laughs> to land upon the stars. I, I've landed amongst. I don't even know where I landed to be honest, but definitely not the stars.
honestly, if I'm going to try to redeem this recipe, I can't redeem this recipe. I think that no, the can't. I think that the shreds are the worst part, though. I use thick, thicker chunks, which when toasted and then scrambled, they softened again. So I didn't. I didn't understand the point of toasting the coconut when, I, for whatever reason, when I scramble them, they turn soft. And they did not have a pleasant flavor anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, why not use sweetened coconut? Well, one of anyway? the one of the nice things about, I mean, one of the best features of eggs, scrambled eggs, if done correctly, is the texture. And right. the worst thing you can do to it is to add something that makes the texture terrible. So that was yeah. like, it was like soft cardboard, like little cardboard texture in your egg. We should probably have the listener audience try to see if they can make this. I would love to see somebody try to redeem this. This like if you if people love coconut and they want to try to convince us that there's a way to make a savory coconut egg scramble concoction. I mean, maybe if there's like you add a bunch more other shit, chilies and things like that. Maybe maybe use sweetened coconut cream. Like basically, Mm. I I don't know, like the sweetened condensed milk version of coconut milk, or use coconut oil, or just like I don't know something else. But but whatever this combination was, like you said, just some of its parts. It didn't. Nothing happened. Yeah. Another thing for me was uh, the extraordinary amount of liquid that was extruded uh, in collecting somehow. What? Did you guys have a lot of water? In the eggs? No, after it was cooked, scrambled. Did you have a lot of like water? No. Did you use full fat coconut milk? Yeah. Maybe I didn't. I <laughs> maybe you didn't. You might, <laughs> you might have used the skim milk version. <laughs> you might have used coconut light or something. Just coconut water. Or you might have used coconut. Did you use coconut water? No, I had coconut milk, <laughs> and I only put the fat in, and hmm. I had flakes. But it was very, um, it was it was leaching water. <laughs> just one of the worst. One of the worst things that can happen that you can say about a dish is leaching water. And, and, and then I served it to my I served it to my family, and I followed oh, it. Listen, I because it's Brian, and he, he I, I followed. This is the first time I followed recipe. To the exact. <laughs> okay. And I, I don't know what happened. Let me ask you guys this then as a, as a useful thing for our audience. Are you guys ever in the habit of adding, adding other liquids, milk, cream, anything to scrambled eggs when you're making them? Yeah. I usually actually just, I'll take egg, like two eggs. I don't know. This one, this recipe called, called for four eggs. There's a lot of eggs. Two eggs and just uh, add some heavy cream, like a little splash of milk and salt and pepper and cayenne pepper or Tony's seasoned salt, whatever. And I'll just scramble it up in a container and then throw it into the pan. I usually, yeah, I usually do that. Mm-hmm. Make some creamier. You mean the Momofuku seasoned salt? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, did, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to say Tony's. I didn't mean to say Tony. Tony Saturays. My bad. I meant the Momofuku. Se- <laughs> what about you, Chang? Do you add things to your eggs when you're scrambling like milk or cream or any sort of other liquids or anything like that? How I make scrambled eggs is very weird. I oftentimes use my nonstick hybrid wok skillet thing. Mm. I use a uh, you know silicon spatula, and this is how I make them every day now. I put some olive oil. I start off cold, and uh, I literally put the eggs in the <laughs> in the pot, just salt, and um, I just mix it with the spatula, and it's done in like thirty seconds, super mm-hmm. high heat. And as it starts to coagulate and cook, I turn off the heat mm-hmm. and, and like pretty much 20% done almost. And then I just like slowly like move it around and let the carryover cooking time happen. And then again, it's going to continue cooking a little bit when it gets on the plate. You know, that's how I do it for Hugo in the morning. 
But if I was making it proper, I would definitely do butter. And I don't add cream or milk. It's just butter to me is the key to proper scrambled eggs. And um, then I would probably add some pepper. It's amazing. Just what the French did with eggs and butter is an unbelievable thing. So that's what I do. I don't add anything, just butter. But oftentimes I cook up most of my stuff in some kind of neutral oil too. Mm -hmm. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I, uh, my, my kids are pretty particular about scrambled eggs. I think that, um, if it's not that, if they start to form curds and gets a little hard, it's just not going to, it's not going to go down in my house. So I do a cold pan too, cold pan over high heat, just trying to get that creamy, like almost like a sauce, somewhere between a sauce and scrambled eggs. That's what the kids like. (laughs) And then over rice, frankly. Yeah, over rice. That's another recipe I, I I thought about was arroz con huevo, which is basically like you take some really nicely uh, sunny side up eggs where it's like super runny and you just flip them over on a bowl of rice and you just chop it up and you just eat it. Like, so many missed opportunities, I, man. I, I would have won right there. I would eat. I would eat that. That's it. It's so good. It's so I'll good. tell you probably one of the best things, not just egg fried rice, but really great white rice and just a sunny side egg. Um, I can tell you what I also do when I fry it. When I do sunny side up, because I, I I do not want to wait for the egg yolk to be overcooked because it, by the time you sort of get it cooked through, everything else in the egg gets overcooked. Mm-hmm. So I cover, I put a lid oh, on my egg just to sort of quickly steam the top so I don't have to overcook the egg itself. Yeah. Wow. So I'll do that, two eggs, and I'll put that on just a bowl of rice, mm. some soy mm. and uh, or salt and... Uh, Sesame oil. That's it. Yeah. That's honestly like. Sh- Actually, you were doing. I, I remember maybe last summer, Chang, you were doing. I mean, we're way off topic from our recipes here, but whatever. We'll share some more. But you were, were doing. Was it eggs with scallion, pepper, and then just like a little oyster sauce or something? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Chili, some Thai bird chili. So I put like six eggs in a like a nonstick wok, and frying it pretty hard on medium high heat with a good amount of olive oil or something. As it starts to cook through, then I add the scallions, the chili, sesame seeds, sesame oil, and then I'll cover that. And then I'll just slide it out on a plate. It's pretty loose and easy. And then I'll I'll thin out some oyster sauce and put that on top and you eat that with rice. That's a fucking Holy good. shit. Why didn't I do We should have done that <laughs> as a recipe. That's a fucking badass recipe. And I would eat that any time of the day. That was not like a breakfast thing at all. That was like dinner, lunch, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's an amazing I recipe. I mean, but I guess ultimately, are you saying it's rice and eggs? You know, Technically, maybe that would be just good in in and of itself. So, where are you guys on my favorite rice and eggs? Like, I maybe I'm a weirdo, but like I love the like Japanese like tamago kake gohan, just like raw egg whipped into like mm-hmm. hot steamed rice, like right out of the cooker with a little soy sauce. Like that's the fucking best to me. That's so good. I mean, it's basically arroz con huevo, but the egg's not cooked. I mean, it's yeah. there's, there's just like so many ways you can go about it, right? And it's all like. Anybody smart has come up with rice and eggs. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's just. I like, feel like every culture has a rice and eggs. I mean, so it's, good. It's, it's one it's of the like best s- dishes I have ever had. It was in Japan. That dish you mentioned in the basement of a restaurant, basement of a building, and uh, the chef hands over a bowl of rice. No, like he gets the bowl of rice, puts a little well in it, cracks raw egg, and then crushes it with fucking sea salt and uh, black wow. truffle. And white oh, truffle damn, mixed wow. it all up. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was one of the best things I've ever had. Again, anyway. <laughs> oh my god! It was it was so. I was like, just the audacity of doing that. I was like, this is cool. But, uh, um, yeah, I feel like 
we're just talking about all these recipes and <laughs> I'm glad that we're talking about different ways of cooking it because there's a, close to a billion goddamn ways of cooking Hanks. Well, let's get back on track. Uh, and Chang, you had mentioned, I think you should go next. You'd, you'd mentioned flan, which is a little bit semi-related to your recipe. It's a savory custard. I attribute this to Chef Peter Serpico, Serpico and, and Pete's Place in Philadelphia. He used to be the chef, one of the chefs, uh, opening chef at Co. A phenomenal, phenomenal chef. Um, and I think when we were at Sambar years ago, we wanted to put chawan mushi on. And I can't remember. I was probably fumbling around. I couldn't get the right ratio. I mean, you can make a chawan, but to do it day in, day out and have it standardized, I always, I was, I always find it difficult. But he was like, this is the Serpico recipe. And maybe he got it from somewhere else, but he perfected it. It was seven eggs, one quarter liquid. Maybe just a little bit less than one quarter liquid. Usually that being dashi, seasoned. Um, and you mix that all together with chopsticks and you probably get, you know, a quart and a 1.5 quarts of egg and you can put those in the cups and then you put some saran wrap over it and you steam it. It is to me one of the most perfect recipes I've ever worked with in my life. It, some people may think that it's too much liquid. I think it's the right amount because if it's not enough, it becomes too much like a flan. And I think the kind of chawan mushi that I like, and if you don't know what chawan mushi is, it is a steamed egg custard in Japanese cuisine. I like it where it's like on the precipice of breaking because it's too much liquid. Mm. And that's sort of what I like. Um, if you don't want it to be that watery, you can eat, add less and it'll be very dense too. And that's fine, but that's not necessarily what I like. I, this is a very basic recipe. That was the recipe, right? You could do it with milk. You could do it with chicken stock, any kind of liquid seasoned and you could put whatever you want in that as long as it's cooked through i've been cooking everything in the microwave these days and i have my microwave bowl cover it up i put around 30 percent to 40 percent usually 30 percent depending on your microwave power covered if you did less and if you just did like uh four ounces it'd be done in like five minutes um and what i like about this you can do it ahead of time and serve it at room temp um, I like to serve this with rice mm -hmm. mm. and it's a no brainer. I hope that you guys liked it because if <laughs> you didn't like it, it's because, uh, it was me in uh, not Serpico's recipe. <laughs> um, so I thought you were, I thought you were totally cuckoo pants when you were like 30% power, 25 to 35 minutes. I'm just not as much as I use my microwave. I'm actually not in the habit of, you know, cooking things in the microwave for more yeah. than four minutes or something. And I didn't trust you at all, Chang. I will say that. So I, I popped it in there for like 18 minutes thinking mm -hmm. this is going to come out as just like a rubber block. Was not set at 30%. It took exactly 28 minutes to get to that, that texture you're talking about, which I think I'm with you on a chawamushi. I like a, it is a little different than a flan, which sets up a little firmer. Like a chawamushi that I like is, you can jiggle it on a spoon, but if you jiggle it too hard, it's going to, break apart it's like mm -hmm. the softest silken tofu so i did it over rice for the kids um they wanted a little bit of soy sauce on there maybe i under seasoned my dashi i just use you know hondashi instant dashi it's the easiest thing in the entire world i'm gonna serve it again tonight i mean i made it this morning for them for breakfast and then i'll i'll chill it and i'll serve it to the kids with like salmon roe and <laughs> scallop and pretend that they didn't have it for breakfast also but uh I love this recipe. I think the seven eggs to a quart of liquid is a perfect ratio. 
and there's a little bit of extra liquid in the bowl when you start scooping it, I think, but like mm. it's, it's, I think it's perfect. Yeah. You know, guys, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I went to H Mart and I was like, uh, yo, like, uh, hook me up with some dashi. So, so my man's over here is like, yo, there's a Korean one and there's a Japanese one. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Neither of them were liquid. <laughs> so I had, I, so I used this actually, actually I got this. Is this dashi? It's a, it is basically like a concentrate and that, that basically has it in there. So, 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 but the problem is, uh, because I have a shellfish allergy, I was like, I don't, I don't trust that there's no shellfish in this. So the oh, guy man. told me that there's this, this is like a Korean mm, beef bouillon situation, right? What, clap what is, in my hands. So strong. Dashi da is the Korean beef bouillon from the heavens. I used this. All right. And now let me tell you right now, so I, I, did, I did add a little bit of water. Um, cause I was like just seven eggs with this powder. I was like, I need to add some water to it. Oh, wait, what? I did overcook it because I've, I, 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 first of all, you should have a cookbook of just like micro, like you should have a microwaving food cookbook. I saw your birthday cake. All right. I think I was like, I was adjusting the power of the microwave. I was like, shit, I have never done this before. And I was the same as you, Chris. I was like 25 minutes. I was like in a microwave. This does not make sense. But I watched it cook. It was around 23, 24 minutes. I did slightly overcook it, obviously, because I use, I didn't use like the extra, the, the liquid dashi. But I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was one of the, I thought it was one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. This right here is a, is like officially my kitchen staple. So you, I've done this before. You just put that in the eggs without it, with just a little water? I didn't. No, I put a little bit of water. And I just, I put water in the eggs. I whipped the eggs with some water. Oh, so you, water. Did seven, you did seven quarts of, of oh no, you did, did still one quart, of, one quart of liquid. I didn't measure the liquid. I just okay. did seven eggs with a little bit of water. And then I took like a handful of this, a couple handfuls of the, uh, of the, uh, the powdered, what, what is, it was, um, it was amazing. I thought Beef, it was amazing. I mean, it that's a whole nother bag of tricks of just cooking, <laughs> cooking with that as like a salt. So if I what's amazing it. is Brian just played the Chang roll in this recipe. He just was like, hey, add a little water, a little handful of this, a little handful of that through the microwave. Like, well, someone's got to play that role, right? And it wasn't intentional. I li like, I literally, I'll be honest. Like, I just went to H. I was like, where do I go? I didn't want to risk it at like Brooklyn Fair or any of these little markets around my my condo. And I was in Manhattan. I was like, I'm gonna go to this H Mart, and I'm, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get it right. And I clearly didn't, but. <laughs> But I will say that I've learned something completely new, and you can add this to your eggs. Like, I added that to the coconut eggs, and literally the dish turned amazing. Well, you're supposed to add water to it, and like one tablespoon to like, you know, 16 ah. ounces of water. It's, it's basically like uh, chicken bouillon, beef bouillon. Right, like the cube. So it's like the cubes that yeah. you use when you... Got it, got it. So this deserves a, just a, you know, 10 seconds of us spending time on this, but dashi, you know, obviously traditionally is made with kombu, seaweed steeped in water that's you know sort of just below boiling and then like a big fat huge handful of bonito flakes katsuobushi that's you know fermented dried smoked uh bonito then shaved and it's like you know it's the foundational building block broth of of japanese cuisine but i think in dave has probably made what 400 million gallons of dashi in your your time in life but i think at home i'm guessing you're like me and i use Hondashi or or just the sort of like particulate dissolvable dashi. I, no, I I make that, but I'll make that when I can't get the dashi packs. And occasionally I I will make dashi proper, but the reason why and how I cook everything has to be one pot, right? How I cook my scrambled eggs, I'm cracking them right into the pot. You know, like I never want to do more dishes ever than I need to. 
So for me, it's 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 sometimes I'll even make a whole dish and just leave the dashi packs. And dashi mm. packs are like tea bags, pre-made mm. tea bags. And again, how I cook at home is not how we cook. I cook professionally in the restaurant. I would never use any of this. It would be all done the traditional way. But that's not how I cook at home. So, you know, I, I make a lot of dashi da. Occasionally, I'll use hondashi. Um, I did it with this recipe. But, you know, when the pandemic started and I couldn't get anything, I was cooking everything with hondashi. And then when I got a giant bag of dashi da, then everything became dashi da. Mm. The one drawback to this is that it does taste, it, you, you bore of the taste Mm-hmm. If you use it all the time, because it's it's a very unique taste. These these artificial, not artificial, these concentrated things. So, I like using the dashi packs that are Korean that have you know pollock, uh, maybe a couple dried shrimp, kombu, some bonito shiitake, uh, some anchovies, and you get more of a mm. Korean style. And there's a shellfish allergy in my house, which is why I haven't been using those um, recently, but. By all means, do hondashi, dashi da, make dashi, however you want. But again, with this recipe, you know, Serpico's recipe, God bless him. um, You don't have to just make it with dashi. Oftentimes, I'll just microwave something for Hugo in the morning and I'll use milk. Mm -hmm. It works out great. It's a little bit more like a flan, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm more importantly happy that you guys embrace the microwave. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 30% at 28 minutes for the, the I mean it's a shitload of if you do it all in one big bowl which I did it's a lot of chawanmuchi to to get through for even my family of four but uh it's, it's kind of amazing. All right, should we do the last recipe which is mine? My recipe is I don't really know if my dad came up with this. I would be really surprised if he did. Uh but it's basically a danping, which is an egg. I mean, Chang and I have talked about it before, maybe not on this podcast, but it's like a um, Chinese breakfast pancake or crepe, um, heavily featuring egg, you know, like a scrambled egg basically is forms the crepe. Uh, my recipe for the sandbag version of this, and, and, you know, when I was growing up, we actually thought of this as a scallion pancake, is to take two flour tortillas fry them like you would a quesadilla, Mm -hmm. but instead of cheese as the filling, you have scrambled eggs seasoned with sesame oil, uh, salt, and a ton of scallions. Um, That forms the sandwich middle of this pancake, along with, if you have it, pork floss, uh, which if you're Mm -hmm. not familiar is um, like dried shredded pork jerky, and to me is one of the great ingredients in the world. Uh, Sandwich it, fry it in a ton of oil. I'm not talking about like a little bit of oil. I mean, it should be completely golden brown and crispy. And that's it. That's the whole thing. You you cut it into triangles and then you eat it. I grew up eating this and I wanted to share it with my buddies here in the recipe club, but I don't know what you all thought. You know, I, I thought, first of all, thank you for introducing me to pork floss. Uh, mm. Once again, learning. I, I, I don't think it should be optional. I think the pork <laughs> floss, this, this right here, again, a new yeah. staple in my house. Um, it, Every bite that I took that had that pork, it was it was spectacular. It was so it's so so good. I, I also use Mission tortillas, like the Mission brand generic store bought tortillas. I was thinking about like, yo, should I make like some handmade? I was like, no, no, no. If, if you get a <laughs> if you get a store bought flour tortilla, and as long as you have enough oil to get it kind of flaky, mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine, perfectly acceptable. I even like even though my mom made tortillas growing up, like we ate 
store-bought tortillas too. I'm not, I'm not like against that. So that, that part was fine. Putting the raw eggs onto the tortilla as it cooked was genius because like you said, like almost like a little quesadilla filling or something, the eggs kind of created that, that sensation as if it was like cheese or something. The way that they cooked after you flipped it and it was a little bit gooey and some eggs was spilling onto the side and got crispy. Mm. I was like, damn, like this, <laughs> it was something else. That was something else. Uh, Chang? I, um, I, I really like the Taiwanese version, but I don't know if it always has pork floss in it, but I mm. would say the one thing with the recipe is didn't have enough pork floss. I think I just said put a bunch of pork floss on there. <laughs> you put no, you put three finger pinch or something. Oh like no, that. I shouldn't have specified. It should have been a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. I also deviated from the recipe because I I I dislike store bought flour tortillas mm. intensely. I, I mean, oh. I'll do it when I need to, but I don't love it. I I'd rather get the real thing. And I was uh, I, I should have bought some from Homestead or Sonora Town in L.A. So I decided to do a a crepe. Oh, no, that's how I make a lot of what I've done flour that. tortillas with crepes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, in, Chris has seen me do this, and I'll just cook the shit out of it to get it super crispy. And a lot of times I'll even do another layer on top of the cook layer to get like a double effect. And then I put the scrambled eggs on top, and then I put a cover on it. And then I put another layer of crepe batter on top of the sort of semi cooked eggs. Whoa. And then wow. uh, before I did that, <laughs> I put the the, the pork tongue on so one side obviously was a little bit more dense than the other because like you could see it and then i mm. i should have videotaped i tried to video there's no way i could videotape and flip it in the pan <laughs> um and uh it was one of those things when i flipped it i was hoping that hugo and my wife were, were looking <laughs> but nobody saw it and I, it, you know i don't know if you guys do this and you're like oh look and nobody yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I picture you like that was a highlight for me. I picture you like Chen Kenichi in the opening of Iron Chef, where he flips yeah. that gigantic egg foo young, and it's just so yeah. amazingly miraculous. I flipped it, and I, you know, I, 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 I thought it was really good. You know, I, I, I could have added a little bit more salt, and then I topped it with some more pork tongue, mm-hmm. pork tongue, but um, pork floss. It was a, uh, it was a very good recipe, but I think it's not as good as the Taiwanese style. Hmm. You mean where the egg is the exterior, basically? Yeah, but it's also like a thin crepe. You know what I mean? Have you had the one where it's like a thin crepe? It's almost yeah. like a thin wheat crepe, uh, flour crepe, and the eggs are there. It's almost like a folded over quesadilla. I don't remember the name. That is like one of my favorite things to eat. So I, I was imagining that you guys with the flour tortillas, it was really crispy, I bet. Yeah, it was super crispy. Super crispy. So crispy. And... I mean, I'm glad, Brian, you said that because like the Mission tortillas, the Guerrero tortillas, like they're they're not good. But enough oil, <laughs> you get them yeah. crispy, crunchy, fatty, like they're passable. As long as, yeah. And Dave, I'm with you, obviously, like the the sentiment that I would live by is like, yeah, I want my mom's tortillas like any time of the day. But I think in, in this in the spirit of what we're doing, like not that many people even know where to get a real tortilla. So I'm like, listen. I've eaten Mission tortillas or whatever brand that you find on the shelf, and if you if you put enough oil or butter and you get it to flake a little bit to flake and to be crispy, it's gonna do its job. And I think I think right now like the egg and the sesame oil was 
the and the pork floss. Honestly, the pork floss was the flavor that you wanted. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, honestly, like the, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to finish this today. <laughs> Just look at, I don't know, what I'm gonna do. but like as you know, as long as you got the crispy texture from the tortilla, like I think it, I think it was perfectly fine. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm with you, Dave. Obviously, I like a, a, a fresh, you know, dumping. But this is a total sandbag job. And my dad would make just like a stack of these and they would just mm. sit on the counter under plastic. I don't know if this is how mm. your families were, but like a lot of room temp food in my house. Like these yeah. would just sit there and then we'd heat them up in the toaster oven all throughout the day. Um, I'm glad you guys were into it. Uh, what what size tortilla did you use? Like for a portion perspective, it was two eggs. I had the extra large like burrito size ones that filled up my whole pan. Were you using those or using the smaller I, ones? I was using, I wasn't using like the restaurant burrito size, like the actual, mm. you know, folded gigantic burrito, but like, uh, what are they? Like the 10 inch ones. Yeah. Like a, those, yeah, the 10 inch probably would have been much better. Yeah. yeah. Did you, you use the monster one? <laughs> I used the monster one. So I think that my layer of egg was okay. a little bit thinner. But I think I think the smaller flour tortilla would have been better for sure. Yeah, I think the 10-inch with two eggs is the way to go. Um, okay, so I, this is a little bit different than past episodes. I don't know that there's any best practices that we can really share, um, unless you guys have sort of general egg cookery thoughts, philosophies. <laughs> My philosophy on this is you should cook a lot with eggs. I don't like waste ever, mm. ever, mm-hmm. but... If you're going to mess up and learn how to cook, eggs is probably the best way for you to learn finesse, speed, intuition. It's it's a very, uh, fecal is not the right word, very delicate thing to cook with. And I just would encourage anybody, if you're a home cook, learning to cook, just master as many egg things as humanly possible because it will teach you the foundation, not just in a Western canon, but also from a global perspective. So fuck around with eggs because you know it's not crazy expensive if you're gonna fuck up fuck up on eggs yeah it's eggs yeah i think my best practice with eggs is like oftentimes i'll be standing there in the kitchen wondering what something needs and probably eight out of ten times it's like this needs an egg (laughs) just needs an egg in it and it'll be better yeah, I mean, I would say if you're listening, honestly, and I'm going to do this myself when I re-listen to this, is just like, I feel like we talked about in this in this episode, you know, 50 different ways to prepare eggs. Outside of the three recipes that we are judging today, I feel like we all talked about like five or 10 other recipes that I think are worth, whether it's throwing them into some red beans or just using them raw in rice. I think that just eat eggs, just do whatever you want and, and use them. I think that's probably the best practice to do. Today's episode of The Recipe Club is brought to you by the American Egg Council. <laughs> Seven eggs a day. The American Heart Association? <laughs> is that what you said? Uh, okay, let's do our thumbs up, thumbs down votes on each of these recipes. Um, starting with defending champion Brian Ford's coconut scrambled eggs from trois fois par jour. Fucking hell. Uh, Brian... <laughs> What's your what's your verdict on your your the recipe? I, I think uh, last episode David said my middle name was going to be five hundred. Um, <laughs> I think he's uh, right. Uh, unfortunately, we're we're going thumbs down here. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a thumbs down over here from the Ying household. Chang, you know the kind of guy I am is I'm giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> giving you a thumbs up, Ryan. It's a sympathy. It's a sympathy. I'm going to, I'm going to snip, I'm going to, I'm going to snip that quote of you saying that and just post it to my, yeah, cause to, listen, to my, like I, you, you pulled a very, um, kind of me kind of move. 
You I dove did. right in and you thought you could will it. <laughs> you, you could <laughs> use your will. And I'm sorry, guys, in Recipe Club, even in failure, that's a fucking victory in my book. And God damn it, Brian Ford, I'm proud. I'm proud. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Music to that's my the ears. Kinda, that's the kind of shit we want. We that's need what, more players like you. Like, I have I'm, no idea, but fuck it, man. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Some well, people call it hubris. I call it heroism. <laughs> heroism. I, guess I appreciate so, but that. I, 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 I'm, never, I'm never making this recipe again. But I, I, I do got a lot of love for Brian Ford's... Uh, Oh, panache man. here but uh thank you guys fuck thank this you. recipe um <laughs> i mean listen i'm just saying so far I, I i think for me everyone's got their own horse to bet on i love brian forbes moxie i love that he doesn't measure mm-hmm. in, in so many ways it's like it validates me yeah <laughs> in so many ways it validates me i've i've used you to validate me and so now yeah. we're in a chicken egg situation what, what's I, going I see like? you you you, you know <laughs> Uh, this is not not the right way to use the word um, um, representation, but for but for assholes that don't measure, that cook like assholes, basically asshole cookery. Yes. I see you, Brian Ford, and thank you. Of course, thank you for being a goddamn cowboy in the kitchen. And damn right, and From that's what we need to asshole bakery. This is just how we do it, um, and, and that's just what it is. Cookbook publishers out there, asshole cookery. Uh, asshole. The rights remain. Listen, wide open. can you guys imagine anyone else? Can you imagine a Rachel Kong and Priya being like, I don't know about that recipe. That's exactly why I'm going to fucking do it. Fuck yeah, man. Come on. No, it's true. There is there is a uh, 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 just a fucking attitude that I really do appreciate about Brian's approach here. Between this one, that's not something you do, Chris. (laughs) Between this one and then between, and I think you have to admire the 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 fucking moxie of Brian Ford just to like that recipe looks terrible. I will fucking win with (laughs) it. Yeah, I really thought I was going to. Yeah, but I, I love I, it. You know, I'm bl- I am still blaming New York City for not having fresh coconuts because I guarantee you, I, if, if I oh, had some fresh coconut, again. we can't I'm do just, this. Hey, I'm, no, I'm just. Good I might have man. to end. I might have to end every episode talking about making fresh coconut. <laughs> that just. That's just my. <laughs> uh, oh, per- okay. per- perfect. Perfect ending. Always find a, an excuse that's not an excuse. <laughs> I love it. I mean, could you not have done? You, you really sort of won this. I just perfect can't out. We're just because be- you're you're basing something in reality. <laughs> yes. It's an excuse that's not an excuse. It's something that you know to be true. Hold on, Hold on. Can, I, can I change back to thumbs up? No, that's no, <laughs> insane. If we if we come away with coconut scrambled eggs as the winner of Recipe Club, I needed to dissolve this club. This is, this is, <laughs> not in service of the people. All right, David uh, Chang's, oh, uh, uh, Peter Serpico, Chawanmushi equation for perfection thumbs up or thumbs down dave me it's uh i have to it's peter serpico and it's his recipe and of course i'm giving it a thumbs up brian a, a thumbs up thumbs up all the way it was it was amazing even for 25 minutes of cook time it's crazy. <laughs> it is a it's a it's a thumbs up for me and it should be said like it, you don't have to do that dish in the microwave either um but setting up a steamer is not something i'm about to do in my house no. uh and then my own Chris Yang's dad's sandbag Don Bing. Um, it's a it's this is one of my foundational recipes. It's a thumbs up for me. I think it's a thumbs up too. It's a thumbs up all the way. So that puts <laughs> us in the odd position of having two recipes that both mm-hmm. received three thumbs up this week. Um, I don't know. Do we declare draws here on the recipe club? What do you guys think? <sighs> Where's Justice John Roberts when you need him? <laughs> 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 all right let's put it in the hands of the recipe that did not come out on top 
Brian Ford, pick a winner of this week's. Oh, you did egg. not just do yeah, that to me. Yeah, you did not just do that to Fulfill me. Fulfill your constitutional duty and break a, a deadlock in the Senate. Just because I buttered you up. Unbelievable. Do not choose me. No, Don't do it. I, I, it's not about the buttering of, of, of the baker here. It's, it's, um, Ying, I, I'm trying to be. I never want to win a recipe club. That's my goal. I, I think I think I think I have to be a hundred percent completely honest because I think our everyone deserves that. I think Chris Ying is the winner. I think that that recipe was no, honestly, like seriously, it was absolutely delicious. It was crispy. I love tortillas. The texture was there. The eggs were delicious. The scallions. It was uh, that recipe was definitely the winner. So congratulations, Chris. Thank you, Brian. I Thank believe you. it's your first victory. Uh, this is no. Be, by the time this airs, this, this will be number two. I will have one. I'm two behind. Of these. I'm behind on paying attention to things. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought my my Jedi trickery of what I just said about oh I would want to lose <laughs> no would work in my favor. And I think if I did, I think maybe if I didn't just throw powder into the <laughs> eggs, <laughs> maybe no, my that was, a, that was an admirable pers- move. It was and, delicious. Uh, Dave's Cal Ripken esque streak of losing recipe club continues. I, I'm sorry, Peter Serpico. I tried to do all my wizardry at the end, and it blew up in my face. You tried I don't some know reverse psychology. It didn't work. Yeah, on I, 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 I applied. I mean, there's. Uh, oh, hold on. I'm you sorry. Can't, you can't. You can't back up. Back out of all the things you were saying about me. Though. Like let's let's. You're I just really want on no, the record. No, no. I want on, I, the, on the on on the record, Brian Ford. I, I appreciate your cowboy cooking ways because that's amazing. All right, just making sure that's still on the record. <laughs> All right, we've got one last order of business here on the Recipe Club, which is determining our next subject when we meet again with Brian in a few weeks' time. Mm. I'm sharing my screen with the wheel I know of, I don't see jalapenos, the wheel empanadas, of, ooh, the wheel bread, of names. Ooh. Let me shuffle these up. So today on the wheel of uh mm. the wheel of recipes, we've got flatbread, meatballs, ooh. frozen broccoli, wonder bread, mm. empanadas. Graham crackers, jalapenos, popcorn, DiGiorno's pizza crust. I don't know if that's Oof. the official name. And good old mac and cheese. Uh, Chang, you chair, care to uh, handicap this? What do you think um, he's looking for? What do you think he's fearing here? Empanadas. Mm. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, if he, if he lands on it, we might as well just, you know, <laughs> forfeit immediately. Do you think anything mm. on here strikes fear in the heart of Brian Ford? No, actually, all of this is sort of in his wheelhouse and mm, frozen broccoli. I don't think this dude wants frozen broccoli. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> all right, let's spin this bad boy and see what we get. If I get, if we land on empanadas, I'm doing a, a, a Sandra Lee semi homemade. I'm buying. No. <laughs> yes. I can play with DiGiorno's. DiGiorno's, DiGiorno's crust. Pizza crust. We're going to somehow come up with three recipes. Uh, utilizing I'm so happy just the, cr- just the crust. What else is there? Oh, you can do whatever with it. I- I'm so happy about this. <laughs> yeah, me, no, me too. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. That I'm, pr- I'm it's sandbag done, and I can do like this is gonna be great. I'm so fucking happy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy as well. I-, I like it. All right. So again, uh, thanks everybody for listening to Recipe Club. Um, if you haven't already, give our Instagram a follow. Join the Recipe Club podcast Facebook group if you want to share comments or photos and videos of the things you've been making. Definitely, if anybody cracks the code on these coconut scrambled eggs, post that there and we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll give that a whirl. Um, all of our recipes and ingredients and everything are posted ahead of time. And if you've got any questions or comments or 
you know, want to dispute the results of any of the recipe clubs heretofore, send an email to recipe club at majordomomedia.com. Um, I believe the next episode of this podcast will be with our friend Rachel Kong again. Um, and the subject will be bananas. Ooh. You guys got anything you want to add? I love bananas and banana leaves. So that sounds amazing. Thank you, guys. Chris just said, give us five stars. However you rate this? You can only rate it on iTunes. And um, cook along with us. I have not cooked DiGiorno's pizza maybe since 1999. Mm. And I'm curious. I think, is it DiGiorno's or Boboli? Oh, shit. Which one is DiGiorno? Is DiGiorno's the full pizzas? I want DiGiorno. It's the full pizza, though. It's already a pizza. I think Boboli's the one we wanted. Oh, though, right? Boboli! I know you're talking about the one that hang, the one that hangs on the end uh, end caps of the of the aisles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's Boboli. Wait, DiGiorno's oh, just a pizza, right? DiGiorno's, DiGiorno's a frozen a... pizza. Oh shit! Do we need to change it to Boboli? I think we got to do. I think we got to do Boboli. I know Boboli. Yeah, it's in the green bag and it hangs by yeah, like the, yeah, 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 shelf stable. Oh, you I love oh, it. Come, oh, come on, son. Y'all giving me Boboli? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think, <laughs> Dave. What do you think here? Do we? Are we I think we got to change it. To, listen, I think it's better <laughs> if we do Boboli. Quite frankly, I think that's what you were. The the, the that's the what wheel. I intended. That was what the wheel intended. I'm yeah, not. I think we got to do Boboli. We're changing it up. It is Boboli. I am oh, not a, a. We are not constitutional originalists here. We believe that the intent of the framers was for Boboli and not DiGiorno's. I am a thousand percent more satisfied right now. So uh, I'm telling you guys right now, before we sign off, I'm thinking I might make an empanada out of Boboli. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not giving away my secrets. I'm not playing any poker here, man. Y'all just, I, gonna have, to, I, y'all just have to wait I, for the man, email. I, I, I'm saying right now, I don't even own a, a pasta sheeter. I might do it just so I could sheet out my Boboli. Maybe make a... <laughs> Like, from it. I, think you're, gi- I, think you're give- I think you're giving the integrity of that bag Boboli dough too much credit. I don't know how you're going to sheet out that dough, but hey. You, I might, know. you know what I might do? Isn't I it might, I might, Yeah, it is probably. I might bake it. I might bake it. I might then put it in a flour mill. I might buy a flour mill just to grind it back up <laughs> into flour. <laughs> and, and then... You ain't gonna do all Make that. it into a and, and add my sourdough starter, <laughs> you, you, and I'm oh, gonna have a bu- oh. bu- bubbly sourdough. Oh my god! Oh, so you want to start using words like mill and, and starter? Oh, I see. I had, now so he's the gloves stepping are all off. over I you, see. Brian. He's, he's yeah. stepping all over me. Okay, bubbly sourdough. Okay, <laughs> I'll go the full step of cooking it. <laughs> Desiccating it into powder only to turn it into. No, 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 no. I suspect you're just going to put it into. A recipe from your book, New yeah, World no. Sourdough. Boom. You heard it first. You're going to just put it into the microwave with cheese on top yeah. or something like that. Exactly. And claim it's the. Exactly. Oh, Fast forward three hours and we get Dave's cheese pizza recipe. We're not, there's not going to be any fucking bobbly ice cream coming from Dave Chegg. Let's be honest here. Oh, man.